What's up? It's Han. You're listening to Han Talks First, and this is the podcast you're looking for. So, we're back in another episode. I'm so happy to be here. Today I'm joined by a special guest, but before I introduce him, I want to remind everybody about the book giveaway. We're giving away Thrawn Alliances. All you have to do to win it is shoot me a DM, email, uh, tag, whatever you want. Just tell me your Star Wars story. It could be about anything. The first time you heard about it, a special moment for you, or just what you love about it. So hit me up, and we'll be giving away Thrawn Alliances pretty soon. The next installment of that series comes out this year, so better hurry up. And it's by the great author Timothy Zahn. Uh, So there's not much news going on this week. We're still hot off celebration. We had tons of info there, so we're going to go over some of that today. But before we get too deep into everything, I'm going to go ahead and intro our guest today. So I'm joined by my very good friend, the raddest Filipino I know, and his name's Mark Lawrence. And I'm going to let you uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. I want you to tell everyone listening a little, little bit about you, what you do, and also what makes Star Wars iconic for you. Go for it. Totally. How's it going? My name is Mark. Uh, Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a 28-year-old musician out here in uh, Los Angeles, a music producer and DJ. Uh, Yeah, just just living the life, trying to make a successful living. And uh, yeah, that's what I do as uh, as far as my... um, profession goes um but we're here for for star wars which has always been pretty much my childhood and my adulthood yeah. <laughs> just because like it's it's just always been there for me and it's always been a, a getaway for life and uh you know it's a whole new world that you know that maybe uh, escape reality it was always always fun to uh, to just imagine that world and um, that's the reason why I love this so much is because of these these characters and um, these stories and um, just everything about it just made it uh, so unique and so special and it's touched everyone's lives in, in not just the movies but you know video games music you know anything and it's just it's always yeah, been it's everywhere isn't everywhere. It? It's taking over literally the whole galaxy. <laughs> so and one of the major themes of my podcast is to figure out what makes Star Wars iconic. And there's several reasons. But I want to know every person I have on, I ask them their individual reason to them, what makes it iconic. So for you, what stands out the most? And when, when you hear or think of something, it automatically screams Star Wars to you. What is that when you think Star Wars? And again, there's no right answer. Right, there's no wrong totally. answer. 
the thing about Star Wars is like, I know it's like out, it's out in 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 a, in a different galaxy and everything like that, but it's it's universal and it's also international. That's what it, it, it's unique in the sense that it brings everyone together. In a sense, you know. Yeah. Like, we love it here as much as people from Japan and. Or Africa, they love it there as much as the next person does here, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it iconic to me. And when I think about, you know, something that what stands out for for Star Wars to me is just the word uh, imagination. Okay, yeah, because uh, it's the imagination when it comes to the Star Wars universe is it's unlimited, literally mm-hmm. unlimited, and just so much adds to it and so much which makes it just broader and broader bigger and greater and it's it's never ending and yeah. that's the the very cool part about it it just it'll never stop and it will not stop <laughs> because it's a galaxy far away exactly. so literally anything is possible anything is possible and everything will happen yeah. so what i got <laughs> from that is imagination and community totally right and bringing both of those things together is what gets star wars and that's right because you know you I mean, if you're online, of course, and you hear like some hate and some shade and some good things, some bad things, and it's all over the place. But when actually those people are all together, like at a convention or at a movie or something, everyone's in the moment and they're all there for the same reason. They all get along. Exactly. And so it's also about being there in person, living it, watching the movies. Um, reading the books, talking with your friends about it, starting a podcast. Totally, right? yeah. So <laughs> I totally agree with you. And so what's your favorite Star Wars movie? You have one. I do, I do. Yeah. And it's... Uh, oh, God, he's going to say Empire Strikes Back. Here. No, 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 it's not oh, Empire Strikes not, yes. Back. Okay, everyone said Empire so far, so I'm excited No, dude. So <laughs> Empire, obviously, I'm 28. Empire was, was already... An old, and it was the most popular out of the, yeah. that trilogy. Oh, are you going to give me a prequel? I am going to give you a prequel. Hell yes. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. You're wait, 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 wait. Let me guess it. Like, <laughs> give me some said clues. The first word. Okay. Oh, you did? Okay. So it's the most memed. Uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Exactly. Revenge <laughs> of the Sith is my favorite Star Wars movie. Not just because it's a, like a meme pool of like everything, but it's literally what ties everything together. Yeah. It's the reason, yeah. like, who the hell is Darth Vader? It's because of this guy. And you know his story. And you see his story. And then Revenge of the Sith, you see the reason why it happens and how it happens. Yeah. And it's it just it's literally the tie in for everything in, mm-hmm. in, my, in my eyes. And it's also one of the coolest fight scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> Which one? Anakin and Obi-Wan? Or... Anakin and Obi-Wan, yeah. Yeah. Do you count it as that fight intertwined with the Palpatine Yoda one, like as one fight? Totally, yeah. yeah. That whole that whole segment, mm-hmm. and even uh, even with Mace Windu and <laughs> and Palpatine. Oh yeah, yeah. That just that whole segment, uh, that 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 third act. Yeah. Of all the fight scenes. Oh, it's fantastic. And then you see Order sixty six happen, and you just see like pretty much the the rise of. Uh, of Anakin, and not just of Anakin and, and becoming Darth Vader, but um, the clones turning, basically becoming that wave of the first, you know, stormtroopers and stuff. Yeah, and you're right. That that's all in the third act. That's crazy. It's all in the third act. And it's like when you look at the prequels, you can tell that George Lucas was like 
it's really smart of him to save everything for that last movie. Yeah. And you could tell that's where he wanted to go, and he was so excited about it. Totally. Because it, it, it looked, like, amazing, and it felt amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was everything we ever wanted to see. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's kind of, like, where I want to... Actually, real quick, the memory of it. I don't think there's a single line in that movie that has not been made into a meme. I know. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. That's, why, that's the, like, the bad thing and good thing about it. Do you have a favorite? Or line or meme or anything from it? There's so many, but my, the one that comes to mind, the first thing that comes to mind is always the, the Darth Plagueis the wise. <laughs> it's like, it's... The, it's so cringy yet Have you so. Ever heard the tragedy. Of <laughs> the is the wise. There you go. That one, and it's, yeah. just, it's just, just, it's so. There's so many. And it's in so that scene, many. like, there's so many dramatic head turns, <laughs> right, from Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so great. It's funny because first watching, I was 15 years old, and I thought that was the worst scene of my life. I was like, this is shit is so boring, <laughs> really? so ominous. Because as a kid, like, I didn't really, or as a teenager, didn't understand the real backstory, at least on the oh, political yeah. side. And, you know, um, that's, you know, that portion of of Star Wars. You know, I was totally into more of the, the fight scenes and you're the right droids for me and, too. It didn't stick out as a yeah, kid. Yeah. But as an adult, you watch it again and again and again, you're like, Holy shit, this is some deep shit. Yeah. And that, what that two minute monologue tells so much about yeah. what happened before the prequel era, totally. you know, just by like a simple, a simple story. The tragedy of Darth Plagueis, the wise tells you so much about really what the whole goal was for Anakin Vader is to how to manipulate life, right? Yeah, yeah. And just by that one little segment, which is it's amazing when you think about exactly. it. Exactly. And then how it's, and also in the real world, how it was made into a meme through thousands of different ways. And <laughs> it's amazing. The, whole, the movie's amazing. Yeah. And the whole subject of like, you, all you heard is just that one line of him, the story of like who he is and, it's become such a huge theory, like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Until this day, and people are still connecting it to even the new the new saga, and to the next movie coming out. Yeah. Does he have any tie-in with, 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 uh, with Ray and everything? You know, I hope they talk about Plagueis. They, they got to. They got to. What's the point of bringing it up? Yeah. If, you know, if they're not going to talk about it. At least address it a little bit. Yeah. Did you ever, <laughs> have you ever read any of the novels? Unfortunately, uh, I read a couple um, uh, novels in high school, but it's more of just like um, the upcoming of like Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. There was one in particular that I remember. Um, so I was going to get to, there is one about Plagueis. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything yeah, about I, that one? Not yet. I need to, I need to it's, read it. It's not considered canon anymore, unfortunately, uh, but it it's, it's a really great story. It's m- mostly about... Palpatine becoming the person he is right and his history um and Darth Plagueis is kind of like the um the secondary character who's not always present but is there but you you learn a little bit about him but it's a great book Uh, I highly recommend it I've read it like three times and I don't normally go back to books like that yeah it expands on that whole searching for life thing and trying to figure out how to create and manipulate it but um, my favorite um, meme from 
Revenge of the Sith has got to be, it's this, I think it's a new one, but I just saw it and you're going to love this. So, you know, Blink-182, of course. Um, So the scene where Obi-Wan Kenobi jumps down to fight General Grievous Uh, and he's like, hello there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's my second favorite. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw a video where he jumps down and then um, it plays the Blink-182 song and he's like, hello there. And then General (laughs) Grievous turns around and he's like, and then they reverse the clip so Obi-Wan bounces back up and then General Grievous is like, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) And it was so fucking funny. So, and of course, there's tons of other hello there's. Oh, yeah. My favorite uh, that comes to mind is um, with the new or the latest Winnie the Pooh movie with uh, with Ewan McGregor. When from the trailer, when he turns around from the from the bench and he just sees Pooh and he goes, Pooh? And then all of a sudden you just cut to Pooh and he's he's got four lightsabers and he says, General Kenobi. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was my favorite one. It was, uh, uh, I cracked up way too loud for that. Or did you see the one where it's the Marvel logo opening and it, when it, all the characters show up, it's just Obi-Wan. But then when it shows the text, it says, hello oh, there. I think I saw that, yeah. And it's like the new opening for the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Oh, it's I, I called want hello that there. to happen. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. I don't know why it's, it, it, I feel and like they're ready. not even talking about it. No, because, you know? uh, with the quote unquote failure, I say quote unquote, of, solo. Of solo, they were yeah. very um, reluctant, you know, and scared to do um, solo movies like that. Mm-hmm. You know, adaptations, not adaptations, but um, uh, the side movies where it's just based off one person. And I knew that, like, there were talks about one for Yoda, one for Boba Fett, mm-hmm. which would, would have been awesome, but uh, Obi Wan definitely. Yeah. I, wa- I wanted it to happen so bad. So do I. Who was yeah. ready to do it? He's old enough to do it. He is. Like, when people ask, you could see the excitement in his eyes. Like, he would totally. love to come back, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he's the perfect age to do it. It's Exactly. Like, and it, he was already involved with The Force Awakens. He didn't know that. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His voice. His voice was used for that. Yeah. He said, Hello? these are your first steps. Hello. Oh, my God. He did. Yeah, his voice was involved with that. So, I mean, he's already got a connection with that one. Yeah. He definitely needs to... I just, oh, I'm just being optimistic. I don't want it to happen so bad. <laughs> so do I. Actually, going off of that, what other standalones or movies outside of the Skywalker lineage would you like to see? Like, is there anything else you've wanted? Dude, totally, and I think it's it's in the works. Disney's talking about it, I think, already, but the Old Republic would be great. It'd be totally great. The nail on the head, yeah. Totally, and it's and it's uh, a whole new spectrum of of characters. Yeah. Do you ever play the video games? I just watch all the cutscenes. I don't don't have I don't have any uh, (laughs) systems to play any games, but I just watch all the cutscenes. And it's it's great. Even the cutscenes yeah. are just like jaw dropping. Yeah, and a lot of it has um, some of that material from the novels and stuff. So, but again, a lot of it is also original material, which is really cool. Right, and right. it's yeah, the cutscenes alone are epic. Oh, uh, yeah. most of them are insane. And if anyone's listening hasn't seen, just go to YouTube, just type in you know, Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic, um, anything, and just just watch. It's 
is some of the best Star Wars. And then go get the game and check it out because it's a fun game too. I know a lot of people want like a reimagination of that brought back to life. But um, uh, for me, I I outside I would love to see Obi Wan. Of course, I would love to see that kind of movie. Um, but another one that I would really love to see is the events between um, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Besides a cartoon. I want an actual, like, movie. And I don't want it related to the Skywalker, or characters about Skywalkers. Right. I would love to see, um, like, from a ground perspective, the citizens, how they cope with being rid of an empire that is evil and have to learn to live normal again like what is that recovery yeah. process like i'm sure that'd be really interesting because i'm sure people were separated from their families totally i'm yeah. sure um a lot of people didn't have jobs it'd be almost like moving to a new country where the system right. is like people coming to america from uh, yeah. a bad country out there you know and that whole and that could be like the theme like relating back to our real world and how we can connect to that movie I think it'd be interesting, and it doesn't have to be flashy with lightsabers or stuff, but you can find ways to still make it an action Star Wars movie with yeah. that. Well, I, mean, I can totally see that as like a TV series. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah, like yeah. live action TV series. Mm-hmm. That'd be great, like almost like Game of Thrones style. Like, See, I've never seen that. Oh, that's right. You're not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but up to that caliber. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool because I mean you could do all these side stories and introduce these other characters. Yeah, that still are, can relate in the whole you know Star Wars universe, but have nothing to do with the actual Skywalker. People tell me all the time to watch Game of Thrones, and they say that I would like it because it's I like Star Wars, and I've never really actually asked anyone why, and I'm sure there's people listening to who yeah haven't checked it out or have heard the same thing. Can you tell me, like, what... Hello there. Hello there. Somebody just walked in the door. But explain to me how Game of Thrones is similar to it's, Star it's, Wars. It's the fantasy. It's it's the fantasy. Like, Game of Thrones, obviously, it's on, uh, I guess, medieval spectrum. Dragons, sword fighting, you know, this and that. Does it take place in our universe? Like, it's a period piece? No, it's not. It, 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 t- it takes place in a completely different... Okay. Like, Universe, so that's but very sim- like it would be. Sim- it's like Lord of the Rings style, in a sense. If you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there is like a whole world similar to like Lord of the Rings with different, different kingdoms, mm-hmm. different um, uh, leaders, uh, different um, like factions. Exactly of of everything. Are and some then, of those factions like like Sith Jedi, like good evil? Is that what that is? Uh, yeah. Like different outlooks on how to use. Yeah, I mean, there's quote, there's, there's, there's magic involved. There's witchcraft involved. There's the the human um, human behavior, anthropological, you know, aspect of of it all. Yeah. And then, um, but it's it's in the end, it's all that just that that fantasy. Okay, cool. So I have to check it out. Um, so I wanted to, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on the new trailer we just got, The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, man. 
What'd you think? It's insane. Uh, first thing I loved about it was obviously when the lightsaber turns on. I'm like, okay. When the lightsaber yeah. turns on, it's pretty much like a boner for me. <laughs> symbolism. It's a symbolism <laughs> of a boner. It's like my lightsaber turns is on. Is it any color lightsaber or is it just the Anakin Skywalker lightsaber? Just any lightsaber in general. <laughs> like turn, turns me on. What about yeah. okay? Well, I want to. I really want to. I really want to know what happens when uh, Kylo's come out and it's got three blades on it. What happens oh, then? Oh, man, just that's that's an automatic instant orgasm. climax. No, no. no. <laughs> Honestly, when I first saw the the three bladed lightsaber, I didn't like that. I wasn't the biggest fan, but it was a lightsaber. You said at first, do you like it now? I do like it now. Yeah. Yeah. What changed? Because it's, cool, it's so it's different, and yeah. I, I realized the the benefit of of that cross guard lightsaber. Now, right? Yeah. In this new trailer. Yeah, totally. So, uh, what else? So, the lightsaber got you, and then what after that? I know uh, that I'm waiting. I'm, I'm fishing for something. Cause I... Seeing Lando was the next yes, thing. Yes, yes. Lando was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's yeah, back. That he's was back. great. He looks so he, damn happy. So happy because he got, he got his falcon back. Yeah. That was, that was his in the first place. Yeah. People don't realize. He said he'd get it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took a long time, but he got it. And then... And then... And then Palpatine's and then, oh, back. There it is. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that I wasn't either. It was the last thing I expected. Yeah. And honestly, the whole trailer was the last thing I expected because they showed us way more than I thought we were going to get oh, yeah. for a teaser. It's not even the official trailer yet. I know. That's just that's a teaser. But the teasers crazy. are... Since Force Awakens, um, the teasers have always been a huge impact on everything. True. Yeah. Because it sets the tone. Yeah. And it's about people judge everything. Judge the movie by that teaser. So a teaser yeah. has to have a... A huge impact, and it has to hit hard, for sure. So what do you think about this teaser? What's the tone for you? How's, how do you like the tone? I love it. I definitely love it, because uh, it, it shows mystery. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, especially with that ending, you're like, oh, shoot, what's going to happen? Right. You know, what are they going to go back to? And, and it, like I said before, like, it, it ties in everything. Yeah. With older stories mm-hmm. and older, all the trilogies, and the fact that there's a connection between everything. It's a big task. Yeah. Totally. So it's a completely different tone from Last Jedi. Oh, we yeah, can already yeah. tell. Do you think it's closer to Force Awakens? Or do you think it's completely new? To I that think it's going to be completely different yeah. because Abrams has a lot of things to fix. And I think... You know, fix? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, there's a lot of uh, fan service that was, you know, under disappointment, you know, when it comes to, you know, uh, what fans wanted to, it to, ha- wanted to happen in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that it didn't happen, or the way things escalated in the Last Jedi, um, like for, for instance, you too, or uh, yeah, some, totally. Yeah. Like, I don't think we ever talked about it. No, no what we, we thought we on the Last Jedi, we like I, th- like killing off like Luke, you know, at the at the end, risky. Then, yeah, totally. And then um, obviously he's going to be in this next one, like you know, maybe it's a Force Ghost or something. Yeah. Um, but the way the way they did um, Leia and like the whole spaceship scene, like I thought yeah. that was a yeah. little bit corny. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I know that you, we all know that she she's a Skywalker. She has mm-hmm. Force powers, but we've never seen something like that ever happen. Right. And so specifically with that, the Mary Poppins Leia thing. So here is. Okay, so people don't like it, right? A good majority of people do right. not like that scene because it's just completely out of nowhere, right? We could have liked it if 
this is what happened before, if it was set up properly. Because we know that Leia is a very Force-sensitive woman of Skywalker lineage. Yeah. So we know she has the ability. And what would have made that moment okay and justified is if we got to see her experimenting with that power. Right. Because we just got it, boom, she can use the force out of nowhere. Totally. No training or anything. If we'd have saw her, maybe Luke was giving her pointers here and, here and then, or she was talking about the training she's had or whatever, how she yeah, wants to be if they had a, a adjusted in the dialogue, that would have been perfectly fine because mm-hmm. then you you would expect it to happen. And because we didn't, it was awkward. It yeah. was out of character. It was just random. And so I think that's an execution thing. I don't think it's necessarily a problem with the story or with. It's not a problem with the story saying. nor the character. It was the yeah the, the way they addressed it. Yeah, and. Um, because I the way yeah it's just the way it happened. I know you love Leia, and we would love to see her use the Force. Oh yeah, of course. It's just how it was done, you know. And that's what a lot of people had problems with the Last Jedi. They don't really know how to talk about their problems because it's such a controversial film. Yeah. And but that's that's a that's a great example. But yeah, a, a lot of including myself were unhappy with the direction Last Jedi went because we were expecting it to go somewhere else with the Force Awakens. Exactly. And so I agree. I think we're going to get some, some, uh, some knots tied here, some bows put on the head of certain things. And uh, I think J.J. is definitely the man to do it since he started it. So, as, so speculation, where do you think... Where do you think it, for The Last Jedi, we knew where it was going to go, right? We knew she was going to find Luke. We knew they were going to have some sort yeah, of training or whatever. Exactly. We, or it, our expectations of that. I have no idea where the hell episode nine is going to go. Even with the title they gave us. What's yeah. your, where do you think we're going? Well, What's going on? I mean, just like what go basing off of like a lot of fan theory and videos and stuff like that. Like the whole, um, the title, the Scott, the rise of Skywalker, you know, it's such a broad, you know, idea. Like, is it about mm-hmm. Luke and his family? Is it, is it about Ray? Is she actually a Skywalker? That was my first reaction. Yeah. I was like, is Rey a Skywalker? Yeah. And, or is it about um, something completely different? And a lot of the theories that people are talking about is, is that in the last... the cool Okay. So the cool thing about The Last Jedi that I love about it mm-hmm. um, is the um, idea of fuck the good side, fuck the evil side. Like there's, you know, we're getting rid of all of that and like... The balance, the balance of of the both of uh, of both powers. Yeah, good and evil, light and dark. And um, they they address that, and they they show that um, Kyle Kylo is uh, a subject of that. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, quote unquote, a bad guy, or he is, you know, a, a Sith, or not even a Sith. He's on the dark side. Uh, but there's so so much light in him that you can you can tell you can see so much light in him. He doesn't really he's he's fighting against it. So um, and, and it shows that in Ray as well in, in the last in the last Jedi. Um, both coming from different um, sides though, different perspectives of that idea that they're both meeting in the middle in, in yeah. a way. So um, that being said. 
also in The Last Jedi that Luke had addressed um, the the end of the of the of the Jedi, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Jedi are dead. They're, they're done. And the Sith are, are done as well. So, um, a lot of, there's a lot of speculation about the whole um, coming of the two, the light and the dark. That's a whole another um, another side of, of the Force, which um, they say, um, a lot of people are saying that's what the, the new name would be, would be Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Which is the is the combination of the light and the dark, mm-hmm. that middle ground, that you know, <clears throat> or the gray Jedi. I don't know. If people. Are... So, what do you think about that? It, them being called Skywalkers. I mean, that, that's that's a cool name. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. Because if you if you look back at Anakin, you look back at Luke. What did they do? They were pretty much in the middle ground as well. Anakin definitely uh, Anakin, explain to me Luke. With Luke, he he was. Uh, I guess for his motives at first. Like, yeah, of course, if you look initially. at him from from Empire and you look at him uh, in Return of the Jedi, yeah, he's definitely understanding a little bit more on the of the dark side, kind of like understanding the their perspective on things. Yeah, and you know, it was actually considered you know considering. Everything that Palpatine was was telling him, you know, mm-hmm. but and then he was uh, was still able to stay on, you know, oh, the light side. I, I see. So he was like the opposite of Kylo. He had a pull in the dark, exactly. And then Kylo. So that's why Luke and 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 Ray are, are very similar. Yep. And Anakin and um, Kylo are very similar. Yeah. They're both on different sides. One more. Towards the dark, one towards more the light, but they're mm-hmm. both pulled towards the middle. So you think this la- this this last episode is going to be about finding that middle ground? Totally. Like finally finding that middle ground? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, so do you think it's going to be both Kylo and Rey finding that middle ground? Or do you think it's just going to be one, like Rey? Or how do you see that coming together? I just, I, I can't. I mean, I know what you're talking about. I just can't see. Ideally, like, how though, it's that's happen. like would be the idea to have both, but cinematically, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's got to be a bad guy that loses, you know, mm-hmm. in the end. Yep. Which yeah. necessarily doesn't have to be Kylo. True. Which gives you the reason why there's this laugh at the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the trailer, sorry. Yeah, and what I what I loved about that laugh is that it hints that Palpatine was still involved through Episode Seven and Episode Eight, and if that's true, that means he was the bad guy in every single movie. Yeah, he he's was the, the ultimate bad guy. He's the bad that's guy. Amazing! <laughs> I love that. It's um, I I really love it. So going off. Of what you said with the balance i I do not want Kylo to be redeemed. I think he's well far past it. you think so? yeah, I've talked about this in other why is that episodes I just he first of all, he's a complex character right he, he's an emotional character he's very very emotional, very sensitive character <laughs> um Timothy Zahn actually said Timothy Zahn isn't author for Star Wars novels, mm. he actually said that 
Do you know who Thrawn is? That name, uh, I should know it. He's a big blue guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, pretty much second after Emperor of, like, yes. in command. And um, he said Kylo's buttons are so easily pushed that Thrawn would eat him for breakfast. <laughs> so that automatically tells you that Kylo's not a leader. So I don't think he can be the ultimate bad guy, like you said. You know, yeah. there could be someone else who falls. Um, and because of that, I don't, I don't see him as a threat. And also because of that, if he's not, uh, doesn't show that leadership enough to be the ultimate bad guy, he's way past being redeemed for the light side. He killed his father, almost killed his mom. He, he, he has no goal. He has no motive for light or dark. We were hinted at it in The Force Awakens when he said, I'll finish what you started to Vader's mask. Yeah. We never got what that goal was. And it changed throughout uh, Last Jedi. At one point, he just wanted to kill Rey. And then at one point, he just wanted to kill Luke. Where is he going to go after that? Like, what's the point? Why is he right. doing it? We don't what know. What is his motive? Yeah. I think he's a possessed character with no motive. What is it? Like, sociopath? Like, just... Uh, yeah. Just insane. And I think if, it's, if he's going to be redeemed, it's too late. Because we didn't learn enough about his pull to the light in The Last Jedi. Unless we're going to get that in Rise of Skywalker. And that Rise being him. But I don't know. I, I loved Kylo in Force Awakens. I thought there was tons of potential. But the way his character went in The Last Jedi. Yeah, the character development. Mm -hmm. Which I think the hopefully redeem his character development in this next one. <laughs> okay, so we're going to redeem the character development, but not the character himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> pretty much. The, re yeah. the retcon of <laughs> the story. The redemption of Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> I like, okay I could see I'll redeem no, Kylo that's, that's but one, not... Yeah they're, they're one in the same I know I fucked up on that <laughs> No I love it I think it's great Okay so Yeah so The teaser was amazing It was, it was awesome I, I can't wait for the trailer I think it's gonna be great um, I know this movie's gonna be emotional too Yeah well, so what, what do you What do you think uh, Is Palpatine's role like what do you think uh he's gonna actually be doing okay and, so and then do you have any uh thoughts on his connection with um snoke oh man i haven't thought too much about this so i just did a theory video on snoke my own theory yeah and in that, I pretty much closed his story. I don't think he's going to be coming back in any form in 9, and I also don't think he's related to Palpatine in any form, as far as like being a clone, being a puppet by him, or um, I don't think he's at all associated with Palpatine. I think he's just another character. Um, okay. And if anyone listening hasn't heard my theory on Snoke, please go check it out. It's the episode before this. I think it's great. I want to know your opinions. But as far as what Palpatine's role is going to be in, in episode nine, I would really love to see him still being alive because um, Sith or dark side users cannot be force ghosts. 
That was set in place by George Lucas. I don't know if Disney's carrying on with that, but I don't think he's going to be a Force ghost. If he lives, I think he will be in physical form, in the physical realm. Okay. I think he is weak. He is fragile, but he has he is playing his contingency plan out. When he was thrown down that shaft in the second Death Star in Return of the Jedi. Right. I, that wasn't so you, the, that you wasn't think the he survived? I think he survived, but I also think that he's a smart enough man, even if he did die, he's got a contingency plan. Because think about yeah, the, the exactly. prep he did just to get to where he is. True. He spent tens of years, maybe more than that. But he thought so hard about it. He's also got to think of any good leader thinks about how they're... Uh, work is going to survive after they die. Totally. Right? That's all. That's what this is. It's about leaving your legacy and also having something to that your name has stamped on it and will continue to leave a mark on the world. So I think he he did that with the empire. I don't think it's completely did. I think he had a contingency. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but I do think he's alive. I think his plan is still in motion. I think that his plan was for someone to take over the Empire, form it as a new, quote, First Order or something. And he didn't know quite who it would be. But during that new reign of the bad guys, the Empire was still there in the background, uh, fiddling around, doing little machinations, and then growing behind the curtain where no one can see. And then now that Snoke is gone okay, we can shine again. Because while everyone is focusing on Snoke, boom, here we are. So there's going to be another rise of the Empire. Yes. Yeah, I don't think the Empire went anywhere. I think they were just hiding in the, ba- in the shadows. Yeah. While everyone was focused on Snoke. I mean, oh, they did show that Death Star at the end of that, the, the, the yeah. teaser, so it's got to yeah. be a connection. And maybe the Resistance finds out about it, and they're like, well, maybe if we go to the old Death Star, go to the archives, we can find out what the contingency plan was and how to defeat it, just how we got the plans for the first Death Star to defeat it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have it all detailed out, but that's what I think on the broad stroke that could possibly happen. But I don't think Palpatine's dead. I think he's surely alive. And he could be using a, a host to literally puppet some other form but it's not actually him, but he is alive, if that makes any sense to you. Yeah. So he's, 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 he's being a surrogate. Is, he's not really... You think he's trying to control Kylo, in a sense? You know, I don't... I still think Kylo is the... Uh, what's the word? The red herring, you know? The, the distraction. And I don't think he wants to use him. I believe he may be looking for Ray and Kylo again, just like Snoke is just a distraction, you know, I can see that for sure. Um, but again, it's all about the last Jedi. Like we didn't really go anywhere with that. It felt like an ending movie. So I don't really know how to pick up those pieces and put them together with mine because it, it's just so it's, it's really, uh, kind of all over the place as far as the story goes right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all up to, up to JJ to really, to really put those pieces together. Yeah. And then and we still really don't know anything about Ray. That's very true. 
But, you know, in that trailer, that ship we saw in that blue world in the nighttime, it was the same ship that dropped her off on Jakku in her force vision. Yes, that, that is true. And there's theories that are saying that it was... So maybe we'll Han finally get some answers. and Leia. Oh, that it's Han and Leia in that ship. They've, some people are saying that she's, she's a twin sister of, of Kylo. There's a, there's a whole lineage of, of twins That's in this whole stretch, family. That's a man. It is. How old are they? They look the same age to me. Oh, man. <laughs> like I said, it's a theory. And that's the cool thing I love about Star Wars. See, if it's, it's executed theories. okay, it can be good. But I think it's a lot of people would have a problem with that because of uh, how close it is to... Yeah, know. exactly. It's just history repeating itself, basically. I do believe she is a uh, child of Han or Leia, but not them together. Because Ooh. they weren't Han and Leia weren't together, um, so, and you know Han's like f- fondling a bunch of other girls out totally, in the galaxy, but do you, right? Do you, th- you think it would be Han's child or Leia's child? I think Leia. Of course, it has to be. If it's any relationship to Skywalker blood, yeah. Leia and who though? Mm. She's not half black. It's definitely not Leia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't know how this galaxy works. It could be. Well, Maybe that's you where, that's pick where your pigment in. in Star that's, Wars. That's where Finn comes in. Oh. <laughs> She's Finn's child. She's just Finn's child. He was able, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Finn is a clone of his younger self. So that would make sense. <laughs> uh, but, okay, Finn. Finn. Okay, we talked about Kyle. We talked about Ray in a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we well, want to see yeah, more of Ray. But Finn. Finn is, Finn is, def- is definitely one of my... He's one of my favorite characters in Force Awakens. Mine too. He was such a good character. Totally. His story was amazing. Oh yeah. And it wasted in Jedi. You didn't really see much of him. But um where I would like him to go is um Finn strikes me as the kind of guy who wants a purpose but he doesn't know what it is. I think he can be a great leader if he finds out his self self worth and his all that um drive and initiative he has to run away, if he put that towards leading people. Totally. I think he could be a great leader. So I really want to see him take, find a place in the resistance, a role there to help people. He has the training experience of, you know, combat and yeah, uh, yeah. knowledge of military tactics. Maybe he could do something with that. Um, and I do not want to see him get with Rose, Tico. I don't want to see that relationship. You don't want to see that develop? Hell no. Yeah, that kiss was kind of like... Pissed me off, too. It pissed Finn off. Did you see his face? <laughs> it's like, what the hell did you just do? Um, uh, I, yeah, nothing I mean, against Kelly Marie Tran, but I, didn't, I don't like Rose It's Rose-Tico just definitely unnecessary. Yeah. Yep. They, they don't need any kind of romance in, in this trilogy. Well, it's kind of too late now. They had... They, nothing was ever set up. There was hints, right? Yeah, but, of um, course. I think it's kind of too late, yeah, for at least anyone in that holy trinity, Finn, Ray, Poe. Right, and Poe, yeah. Um, Kylo's not getting any pussy. No. Yeah, he's a, he's a beta male. Could he, <laughs> could he be our first uh, gay Star Wars character? Could be, but that's I a can stretch. See Do you see how clean-shaved body he has? And he's very frustrated in the sense of someone who's trapped in the closet. Yes. <laughs> and I think we just figured it out. <laughs> you never know. You never know. And it could happen. It's 2019. And why he 
hates that Ray's getting all the attention. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's one with the force. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see, man. Well, oh shit! You're dropping everything. I'm man. dropping everything tonight. <laughs> She's falling out of my pockets. But yeah, man, I'm very excited for this movie. I think everyone else is, and um, we'll see what happens in December, man. Yeah, and then um, this whole Star Wars land in, in, in Disneyland. If, if you're gonna check that out, man, it's gonna oh, be great. Galaxy's Quest, hell yeah, totally. It's gonna be a mission and a half to to even get in there. So yeah, if you there. have uh, plan on going there, make sure you plan it way in advance. It's gonna have be you crazy. seen like the specs? Like everything is like even the everything's gonna be Star Wars. Even the Coca Cola, totally. It's gonna be in like different canisters and stuff. So it looks like feels like you're yeah, in a galaxy, yeah, far a away. whole world. Like um. It's it's cool. Like um, I when I wrote the music for for the movie Baywatch, um, the director of uh, of of uh, the music, uh, he actually wrote music for the the park for for, for Star Wars. For Galaxy really, Edge. he wrote some of the music that's in there. Oh wow! Yeah, so good for him. But yeah, yeah that's my little connection with that. <laughs> that's really cool. Wow. Yeah. He, Is it out now? It's available now. Uh, I don't think so. It's like gonna be like in the like background music, like when you when you're walking around the in, yeah. entire theme park. Is uh, is his stuff used for the trailer that they just dropped? Possibly. I'm not quite sure. I know he, he writes a lot of music for um for films. Like he 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 won um an award for the last the Greatest Showman. He, he did music oh, for yeah. that. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Which I haven't, I haven't seen yet, but <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to check his stuff out because if he did do the stuff in the new trailer, it was very Star Warsy, but it also had a new take on it, which was really cool. Was it not John Williams? It was not. No. Why is that? For is the trailer. It, for the trailer, is it not? I thought John Williams does every everything music wise for. Star well, Wars. he's only done the. No, he doesn't. Um, for example, Kevin Kiner does the animated shows. And John Williams has only stuck to the, um, you know, the, the trilogies and the Skywalker saga. He only helped write the main motif for Solo, but he didn't touch Rogue One at all. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And Episode Nine will be his last Star Wars piece ever. Wow. Yeah. He said this Fun is fact. like this is it. So I think I think he's gonna like. Really give it to us in this one. Oh yeah, probably win a Grammy for it too. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, he's gonna take them all. But like, if you think about that score for Revenge of the Sith, he thought that was gonna be his last one, and that score was epic. As yeah, hell, right? oh yeah, totally. And um, especially that Obi Wan battle and Anakin battle, that was great. But yeah, this is gonna be his last one, and I think he's gonna give us everything he's got and go hard with it. And yeah, we have to. On the next, we got to wrap up now, but on our next, uh, sometime you got to come back. We'll talk just about music, Star we Wars. We will. Because there's, I mean, John Williams, of course, is the great, but there's, there's some other ones I really want to get into, especially uh, Kevin Kiner. He wrote um, all of, like, the, have you seen Rebels or Clone mm-hmm. Wars animated yeah, yeah. stuff? He did that. That's his, what he writes for. Yeah. And there's some stuff in Rebels that I really am. Just, uh, I'm in so awe of it. It's like some of the best stuff I've heard. And he's really good with string pieces. Like if it's just uh, like a four string quartet type right, thing, right. he's really good at that. And I got to show you some stuff by him totally. later. But yeah, guys, check out Kevin Kiner stuff, especially on season four. Um, the uh, 
last four episodes, he has some of the best music there. So just go to YouTube, check out whatever. Really, anything by him is great. Um, and, of course, his early Clone Wars stuff. But I think he really shines in Rebels, so check that out. So, man, um, we're going to wrap up now. Do you have any last thoughts or you know, things you want to shout out there? Maybe plug your music and tell people where uh, they yeah, can find you? Yeah, I mean, you? Uh, totally. Uh, well, thanks again for, for having me. It's been a fun pleasure. You know, just talking about Star Wars, I don't get to do that all the time. I don't get to do that every day. It's not... Yeah. I mean, there's so many of our fans out here that surround us, but we don't really know just by yep. looking at you, you know. That's why I started this, exactly. so we could find those people and just talk. Exactly. So it's always it's always fun to just, you know, talk about what we love, you know. Yeah. What gives us joy. And... um yeah, it's, I think it's it's awesome. So thank you for that, man. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you for having me, guys. Uh, once again, my name is Mark Lawrence. You could uh, check out my music on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, or Google Play. Just uh, Mark Lawrence. And what's your see. social media? I can find Mark Lawrence Music, uh, Instagram, Facebook, <clears throat> and uh, Twitter. Yeah, cool. guys. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Be sure to tag us and uh, hit us up on social media. Use the hashtag HanTalksFirst. Also, for if you want to show some extra support out there, we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash first. Check out the different tiers. There's tons of little uh, um, incentives for people that help support the channel. But even if you aren't in a position to do that, send us a message anyway or just listen every week to a new episode. I still appreciate it, and I want to get to know you guys better. So just hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. Let's talk Star Wars. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. This has been an episode of Han Talks First. Check out Mark Lawrence online, and we'll be back next week. May the Force be with you.